Lesson 12. In beginner lesson 11, we had our first look at the verb of existence haber in the future tense. Today, in order to reinforce what we've learned, we're going to compare the future tense of haber to the present and see just how the two differ. Sounds like a plan. Where does today's conversation take place, Alan? Well, we are back with Claudia and Viviana from beginner lessons 10 and 11. Again? Did they finally make it to the party? Yeah, today they are at the gathering that they've been talking about all this time. Oye, Miguel, hay cuatro personas solamente. Sí, pero más tarde habrá muchas más. Aldo, ¿hay comida? Habrá comida más tarde también. No está lista todavía. Está bien, no hay apuro. And now, with the translation. Ahora incluiremos la traducción. Oye, Miguel, hay cuatro personas solamente. Hey, Miguel, they are only four people. Sí, pero más tarde habrá muchas más. Yeah, but later on there'll be a lot of people. Aldo, ¿hay comida? And Aldo, is there food? Habrá comida más tarde también. No está lista todavía. There'll be food later on as well. It's not ready yet. Está bien, no hay apuro. It's okay, there's no rush. First we have... Solamente. Only. Solely. Just. So-la-men-te. Solamente. Next we'll listen to... Más tarde. Later. Later on. Más tarde. Más tarde. And then we have... Listo-lista. Ready. Intelligent. Listo-lista. Listo-lista. Okay, now we'll go to... Todavía. Yet. Still. Nevertheless. Todavía. Todavía. And finally we'll have... Apuro. Rush. Haste. Hurry. Apuro. Apuro. Okay, then in beginner lessons 8, 9, and 10, we were introduced to the future tense in Spanish. Right you are, and in lesson 11, we had a look at the verb of existence, haber in the future tense. Today, in order to make sure that we really understand how haber is used, we're going to study it by comparing it in the present and future tenses of the indicative mood. That's a great idea. Lizzie, where did this appear in the conversation? Hay cuatro personas solamente. There are only four people. So here we find Claudia talking about the present and about the situation in which she is actually in. That's why she uses I, the present tense form of the verb of existence, haber. That's right. If we think back to newbie lessons 17 and 18, we'll recall that there is only one form for haber in the present indicative, which is I. Simply spelled H-A-Y. Now, let's look at how Miguel responds. Sí, pero más tarde habrá muchas personas. That's right, Miguel responds, yeah, but later on, there will be a lot of people. Now, we can see here that Miguel is not really talking about the situation that he is in at that moment, but rather the situation that he will be in later in the night. That's why he uses habrá, H-A-B-R-A, the future tense of the verb haber. Just like in the present, in the future indicative, the verb of existence haber has one form, habrá, ending in the accented A. Remember that this is the impersonal form of the verb. That's right. Now let's see how this works with another example. ¿Y Aldo? ¿Hay comida? 
and Aldo is their food. We find the verb of existence saber in the present tense of the indicative mood. As a question, it means is there or are there, depending on the number of the noun. Because the noun comida is in the singular, we would translate this as is there food? Now let's assume that Viviana isn't asking if there's any food now, but rather if any food will be served during the course of the party. Lizzie, how might we change this sentence so that it asks the question in the future? Y Aldo, ¿habrá comida? And Aldo, will there be food? So you can see that the impersonal form of haber has been used, which of course is habrá, and that the noun comida is in the singular. Now that you have learned the future and present tenses of the verb, it's a good practice to go back and forth between the tenses to make sure that you keep them fresh in your mind. Ahora hay comida. Now there's food. Más tarde habrá comida. Later on, there will be food. Listen to the entire conversation once again.